The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams. Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at Empower Radio. If you follow me on Facebook or any of the social medias, you know that I've had a heck of a year, especially the last month. I fell and fractured my femur in, uh, it was a multiple fracture, which has put me down completely. My life has been on hold. And what I have learned this last month is to really step up my mindfulness game and to just be present with this day, maybe this moment. And that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. My guest, Philip Gabbard, has an awesome new book out. In fact, it is launching today called This Day. And it is really a collection of his own experiences, his own thoughts that could potentially cause you to think in new ways and change your own lives. One of my favorite quotes um, by Alfred Elvin Toffler is learn, unlearn, relearn. And I feel like this book is all about that quote. So welcome to Soulful Living, Philip. Thank you very much for having me. I'm really excited to be with you today. And and Terry, this is my very first interview. I want to presence that for everyone. It's um, it's an honor to be with you. And and I we chatted a, a minute before, you know, going live here. And I, I, I agree with you. The energy and of, uh, of just diving into a conversation is is uh, cathartic and it is wonderful to be here with you. I, 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 I feel it and I'm, I'm really happy to be, be talking with you and your audience today. Well, thanks. I'm super excited. And I know that you've podcasted before. You've been in marketing for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're an expert coach at marketing and training people and leading people. And although your book, um, you know, carries a lot of that, it goes so much deeper. And one of the things that really caught me was on the back cover where you say, do the stories you tell define you? Damn right they do. How many times in life have we heard people say your story doesn't define you? But the reality is everything in your life defines where you are now. And you talk about that over and over again. I I was stuck and I, I, really have to define myself as an unintentional author. And I think that bothers some people in the book writing business. And I was really conflicted with so many things in my life, but I was in time. And as I ripened with age, I became, you know, I guess consumed with this fact that I've basically pre-diagnosed who I was. Um, I, and it starts building barriers and it confines us. So when I when I say, yeah, do the stories we tell define us? Damn right they do. And sometimes if you find yourself stuck, how how do we dig ourselves out of that that hole? So I really used writing as a, a, an, a my way of unsticking myself, if I can say that. And um, I had to really kind of challenge myself on 
how do how why do I think the way I think? Why do I feel the way I feel? Why why are these thoughts that I possess that you know, make my, you know, the color of my sky and, you know, uh, my surroundings seem all like a reality is because the words that I use to define my life and the words that I use to empower my life um, were just words and finding our, our finding ways to better define ourselves, better to uh, better ways to listen to others and describe our experience helps shape us. And I had to, I had to really break through that. And I had to go through some really deep and vulnerable moments where I needed to say some things. And Mm -hmm. Terry, I'm, uh, here's what I was up against. If I, if I can just be an open book with you, um, I'm, I am an ad guy. I, I write commercials. I, I help others become hugely successful. And at the same time in my life, you know, when I was going through breakdowns with my children and so forth, how, how. How do we break through um, and how, you know, why wasn't I in front of the camera instead of behind the camera? Um, a lot of these things popped up and I could not, you know, see my way through it in any other way, shape or form other than writing out my story of challenging my hypocrisies. And why was I shutting down? And and even though I'm not famous or a doctor, I have words to say and and to share with people and. I, I think it was time that um, uh, I, I wrote this and shared it because I don't think I'm alone. I think a lot of us experience this, Terry. Well, I totally hear you on that. You know, I've um, been in marketing myself for a really long time and helped people create their own persona. And many times people have said to me, well, why aren't you doing this? Why aren't I do it in minimal ways. I certainly don't feel like a celebrity or that I have this, you know, tremendous status out there in the world. Let's say like Deepak Chopra or Don Miguel Ruiz, who you have been compared to. Right. Right. I don't necessarily have that status, but I certainly understand um, that that um, element of comparing ourselves, hiding ourselves. And yet I know like you, that my voice needs to be heard that somebody, even if it's one person, which is what I always say about my show, it's going to make a difference in their lives. And that's really what it's all about. And I loved your book, the pieces of it, where you fully admitted to all of that and we're willing to share it and say, Hey, look at, this is where I'm going with it. And, and giving people the opportunity to go back to learn, unlearn and relearn. It's not a self-help book. It's not about, um, fixing anybody. It's inspiring them to look at themselves differently and look at where they've been. And that's really a beautiful gift to give to the world. Well, thank you. Think of it like a little more like group therapy without the group, right? And yeah, that's a great uh, way to put it. <laughs> so, uh, in in the book, I talked about how can I share, you know, such um, deep and um, you know profound kind of inner thoughts that we all have because because Terry, we're all wired similarly, right? Um, we have these energies that. Um, sometimes we, you know, that, that collapse on us and sometimes, you know, fulfill us to do different things and say different things and be different things. But we're, we all have the basic operating system. And I honestly felt like, 
if if I had not put these words out in, in the way that I did, um, uh, like you mentioned, it's not a self-help book. It's not a how to fix you book, because who am I to say? Um, I am I'm not an expert. I'm not a psychologist or or a doctor or, or any of those things. However, I know that my words have mattered to people in the past. I know that my words have helped shape others and encourage others. And and so I felt in part responsible for um, really giving back. And it's it was more of an innate kind of, you know, and I mentioned the word before, a cathartic experience to put this out there. But if I help one person, I'll be thrilled. If a few people read this book, I'll be ecstatic. And as I am getting ready to, you know, uh, you know, put this book out into the world, um, it frees me a little bit. Um, it's, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I, you know, I, I'm putting out a big chunk of my honest and revealed and vulnerable feelings out there to the world to be judged and doing it, just doing that one simple act is freeing. Having this conversation with you today is freeing. And isn't that really what being brave is all about? Like taking that step and, and kind of doing it anyway. I'm not saying, you know, face the, face the uh, war zone or anything like that, but it's really just taking that one step and, and being brave, kind of trusting in the process and, you know, listening to the prayers or the intentions or whatever it is that you call it so that you can continue to be brave and walk that path. Well, you know, bravery is, it, it comes up and, and I think there's this, you know, those that, you know, have said, well, you know, this is, this is heroic that you can say these things and it's not heroic. It is, it is. Yeah. And I, I, I have, a, I struggle with bravery. I think there's, you know, it, it's, we, it's bravery leaving your house in the morning. It's bravery dealing with kids. It's bravery dealing with bosses and paying, you know, checks and bills and all of this other stuff. There's, there's bravery everywhere. Mm. When we, when we succumb to um, thinking that we can't uh, face these bigger challenges in our, in our, in our life um, that we sometimes stop ourselves because we say, I couldn't do that. I shouldn't write a book, you know, Terry. I shouldn't write a book. I'm not a doctor. Uh, we'll leave that to somebody else to tell me how to live my life. Um, I just couldn't stand for that anymore. And mm -hmm. I, I don't know if that's bravery other than I I said I couldn't. I had words to share and I couldn't stand for somebody else telling me how to live my life any longer. I, I'm accepting my responsibilities. I'm accepting my failures. I'm expecting my, I, I, I'm accepting my station in life. Um, I went through some significant breakdown in business. Um, I lost tons of money. I lost friends. I lost accounts. I've, um, and how do you step up? How do you step back into that? And, and, and at, at the same time, be enough an authentic and true you uh, without trying to be somebody else or act like this other guy you saw on TV. Um, those elements bother me that so many of us fall for um, 
uh, you know, like this, these, I, I have to say them as, as we're hopeful, but some of these false hopes are, you know, say this, you know, five times in a row and that kind of chant might, you know, uh, resolve things in your life. Well, I actually feel that we need to have deeper, darker conversations before we start our affirmation process. I believe that we should have really, really introspective conversations with ourselves and others before we really, you know, um, endeavor on something so magnificent as of, you know, trying to repurpose a life that's broke down. Mm. Well, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that I really love about the shamanic practice, you know, of, of incorporating shamanism into my own life is that it's that path to direct revelation. And as I was reading your book and as you were talking, I was thinking to myself that he's talking about his own path of direct revelation and how each one of his experiences is really led him to where he's at and not denying them, you know, not denying the loss of business or the, you know, the um, challenges that we have with our children. I, I, God knows I have all of that myself. Right. <laughs> right and right. I'm, I'm the last one to deny that anything like that happens in my own life. And yet what you're saying is, has so many elements of the shamanic practice because it's about direct revelation, your own wisdom and then sharing finding those it. little, yeah, finding you know, it though. Yes. And, it's, and so finding it, it's a path. It, it's a path, but it's, it's a choice of pursuit, right? It's, yes. I'm, I, I don't need to find the answer to everything. And so with your practice, Terry, um, it's, it's, it's an, it's the experience. It's the journey. It's not the destination or what do I get? You know, um, it's what can be made available. You know, what has happened, uh, in my life in the last year, year and a half has really been, um, nonstop aha moments for Mm me. Okay. So I, I, this is, uh, this is a wonderful description of, of this day. Um, I had something to say. It came through me. It flowed through me. Um, and then I get to meet really interesting and like-minded people like you. Now, how did that happen? A year, a year and a half ago, when I really sat down and started letting this pour out of me um, uh, onto paper, um, I shared the idea and I caught somebody's attention and um, I was inspired and I continued and i I met interesting people along this path that I could not have predetermined from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it keeps revealing, it keeps unfolding for me. And that's what this process does. I can't, I don't think there's any, you know, uh, you know, a way that I could have projected that I could have met you, but mm-hmm. it would have never happened if I had not written, you know, wrote something, said something, did something to put that first step forward to get on this path. And what I get, I, I'm, I'm thrilled with, I I wasn't determined like, Oh, I need to meet, you know, so-and-so no, I'm, I'm just here because I'm willingly accepting this. uh, I'm available. I'm a conduit. I'm, I'm a channel. I'm an open channel for sharing. I'm an open channel for information. 
Well, you definitely spoke some of my favorite words, <laughs> you know, willingness and availability and open and and that clear channel, really being a clear channel, being open to what comes next. And and one thing that I really want to add to that is receiving. You know, wow. you're in a place where you are allowing yourself, you are allowing yourself to receive, right? To receive connections and movement and whatever else might come your way. And that's a really beautiful place to be in. I'm, I'm glad you said that. And thanks. Um, because I, I, if I, I have a hard time with that. I, I have, uh, so, and, and I'm present to it, but I've had a hard time receiving. Um, and I don't know if they're my gifts or if I'm being humble or stubborn or, or, you know, you know, like people have said nice things to me and uh, have been complimentary. And I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I guess being present to it, I am working on it, but I'm glad that you said that because I do want to read, I'm ready for my life to change. And I don't know what that looks like mm-hmm. other than I, I trust myself in my environments and, and, and my capabilities enough, but I, I want my life to change, Terry. And, and I, I, of anything that we've talked about that you just made my, you're going to make my whole week with that one. Um, I'm glad you said that. Thank you. Well, good. I, I am projecting that you <laughs> receive an abundance of good things, especially that is in line with this book. I think it's really amazing. So um, let's talk a little bit deeper into the, you know, okay, let me okay. read. Let me let me rephrase this here. You and I both come from a marketing background and people are always talking about demographics and fine tuning your niche and blah, 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 blah. And one of the other things that I absolutely loved was um, when you talked about this day, your target market, 25 to 65, right? Who does not benefit from stepping into the power of this day? You know, I talk with an editor about this and we, we joked where, where will this book fall? It's a self-development book. It's spiritual, but not religious. It's, uh, could be neuro-linguistic programming. It could be philosophy. It could be, it could be in a lot of different places in your bookstore. Um, so everybody, again, this idea of conformity, right? Mm -hmm. Um, we, we are all kind of given these have to's in life. Like, uh, you need to do this and, you know, wait in line and raise your hand and wait your turn and all of these things that help us conform. Um, I wrote a book that has nothing to do with conformity. And Mm -hmm. to a point I had to call out our, our willingness to conform as being part of the process that we need to unlearn. So, um, when I said, I, uh, I, my editor came up, you know, as he was going through his process of, okay, here's this manuscript. Um, what kind of book is this? And and so editors want to, by default, start to do comparables, right? Who, right. who, who is this author like? Um, is it like Stephen Covey? Is it like, uh, you know, Brene Brown? Or is it by, is it like uh, Malcolm Gladwell? Who does he write like? And so my editor, who is a wicked, awesome author and editor, um, uh, went through this and he was kind of dumbfounded by it. And he, it, it took him like two or three, you know, uh, passes on this, 
on the manuscript and he had that aha moment. And and he's the one that came up with this idea that it was Michelle Montaigne, he, you know, exclaimed on an email to me, which I wrote back. Who's um, that? <laughs> no. who's that? Right? I did. I, I'm honest. I, 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 I'm sure you did. <laughs> Michelle de Montaigne wrote the first essay in 1580. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, I apologize. I didn't know that, but I'm so thankful that uh, my editor had a great, you know, French uh, uh, literature background and, and he was just ecstatic over this. And he, he just thought like, you know, the one really cool thing about Montaigne as I'm learning Montaigne now is that he wrote for himself. Okay. So, um, you will really experience this when you read this book that I am, I, 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 I talk differently. I, I speak differently. I think differently. And therefore I wrote a different book. Uh, I was really exercising my, you know, uh, ideas and demons and all of these things out of me um, onto those pages. So who's going to read this book is going to be somebody who loves the path of enlightenment, loves their spirituality, wants to call, you know, um, truth to power. Um, The one who is in relationships that want breakthroughs and somebody that wants, you know, it could be an athlete. It could be um, a salesman, a, a business owner. These are, you know, I know these are broad ranges, but who doesn't benefit by having their words mean more and be become more effectual? You know, you talked, um, we're both in the marketing business, right? I make radio and TV commercials. And you know what I get to do on my radio and TV commercials? I get to make sure that those words are perfect. Every time I get to do them over and over and over again, take one, take two, take 50. Okay. I get the words exactly right. You know what you and I do in our regular life when we're interfacing with people at the bank and our kids and our, you know, our, our partners and so forth, we screw up the words all the time and our meanings get lost and pushed and, you know, tampered with and used against us. And we can rescript those. We can make ourselves feel different. You know, we don't have to be married to these these words and meanings anymore. So I can push back against the established religions and I can push back against, you know, um, you know, stoke philosophy. And I can push back against the relationship conversations. I can push back with my kids. All of these things I can do. I wrote a book about that. I didn't know I was doing it, but I had I had to get it out. And it comes off a little like Montaigne as I'm refreshed to, to, to know. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful compilation of essays. And I, for one, am so grateful that you shared them and could find uh, so much of my own life within those pages. Um, before we wrap up, the other thing that I really wanted to comment on was I love that you said, um, really, you want a table of contents, that it's about the <laughs> beginning. It's all about the middle, right? We have a beginning and we have an end, but really what matters is what's going on in the middle. And yeah. that's kind of what I say during my groups and my circles. I always tell people, hey, I'm opening and I'm closing, but we here as this collective, we're the middle. We're what's making the magic. And you really shared so much of your magic and in a way that I feel will really inspire people. So Thank you for doing that, Philip. I really appreciate that. Wow. Thank you for saying. 
Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so here's the thing. We have just about three minutes left. And listeners, I just want to remind you that this has been a conversation with Philip Gabbard. Today is the launch of his new book, This Day. And it is, again, a compilation of beautiful essays. It's uh, um, It is written from an open honest perspective. If you know me, you know, one of my favorite quotes is learn, unlearn, relearn. And that's what this is about. It's about just, just being open. Really. We talked about that being open, being willing, walking in your own truth. And it's really beautiful. So look at the information on my site, go to Philip's site, grab the book. Um, Philip, is there anything that anything else I missed in all of that? Not at all. Thanks for the opportunity. I think that um, this is a book that you will read and, and, and share like any other communication. I think, Terry, you take that book and please share it with a friend. And that's that's all that matters. Um, and, 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 and that's how this day works. Uh, we're in communication. I have an idea. I've got some new information and let me share it. And that's that might be the best takeaway for for people to experience this book. Read it and share it, put it into okay. practice. So I have to ask you this because I, I generally ask most of my guests this. If you could leave the listeners with one thought to take out into the day besides share your book, uh, something positive, inspiring, something that would potentially uplift their soul, maybe something from the book, what would that be for you? I'm going to say a, a few a few things. There's there's contemplation of this day, right? There's mm. con- there's contemplation. What does that mean? Is it a decision? Is it a feeling? Is it just our thoughts? Um, and and how do we contemplate what's important? And I I'm going to say it in just a few few words. There's the pursuit of of figuring things out, of wanting to know. There's the presence of being here now. Don't be yesterday and try not to be tomorrow. Just be here. Um, don't be so judging. Our prejudices are, you know, limiting, right? We, we disconnect and we discount. Um, and it really limits our, our, our abilities to, you know, uh, to really receive gifts and, and mm-hmm. experience more. And then the last thing is Terry patience. Um, I'm learning this painfully in the book business. It's very slow. So, um, it's, it's, they work on a different timetable. I'm, I'm learning patience too. I'm, like I said, my life is a, uh, nonstop aha moments right now. And, um, and that's how every day should be. Um, and that's mm-hmm. what I think, um, uh, you know, my readers and your listeners will take away from this conversation is that, um, every day is, is capable of so much. If you, Open your channels, you open your mind, open your heart, and, and will willfully take a step forward. Mm, that was beautiful. Thank you, Philip. Thank you so much for joining me here. And I hope we have another conversation soon. I would love it. Thank you, Terry. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. 
It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.